Hey guys, this is your host Gooby, and welcome to the Toon Balloon Podcast, our outlet to discuss, theorize, and enjoy our favorite webtoons with the occasional anime and manga sprinkled in between. So do I have a treat for all of you. This episode is going to be really fun. I am going to have my husband Lorenzo join me today to help me list out some of my favorite funniest scenes from the hilarious webtoon series, Cursed Princess Club. Both of us have just been introduced to the series after it had ended with its third season finale. I had ended up reading it after I noticed that so many other readers were going absolutely insane over the finale, and for good reason. I, of course, looked into it and fell in love with its humor. This comic is too funny. I cannot explain how many times I have legitimately laughed out loud. My husband has never read any webtoons before, but this was one of those stories that I knew he would love and just had to read. Since season three has recently ended and we are patiently waiting for the release of season four, I decided I wanted to devote an episode to the funniest scenes that we love the most. Towards the end of the podcast, we will be giving out thoughts on some theories that have been circulating around our favorite ships and more. Also, there will be spoilers, so you have been warned. Now, let's talk the scenes from Cursed Princess Club by Lambcat. Okay, so I would like to introduce my wonderful husband, Lorenzo, uh, who is my very first guest on the podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. And no matter how many times I ask you, you reluctantly agreed to (laughs) coming on. Um, How does it feel to be a guest on the show? Terrifying. (laughs) I feel like it's worse than public speaking. Is it now? (laughs) Well, I mean, you're not in front of a bunch of people. As I find that a bit of a plus on being on the podcast. I think um, when I had to do that little bit at the church, because one time I had to go and talk in front of the whole <laughs> church congregation as like the children's chat host, <laughs> and I was sweating so bad. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if my boss knows I do a podcast, because she just randomly asked me one day to do it. And I'm like thinking, does she know I do that? Because it's not the same thing talking in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> well, at least in person, you can see when they're laughing at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, you know that trick where they say they think of everyone in their underwear? That don't work. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> what if they're not clean? What if they're not clean? <laughs> okay, I am... I'm just going to clarify that he is really nervous, so, you know, I might do all the talking, but we'll hopefully he'll chat in and give his little bit of opinion. Okay, so the plan is that each of us will deliver one of our favorite scenes from the series, specifically funny ones, jokes, one-liners, gags, or anything that we really liked. And after we are done with that hefty list of scenes, we will discuss some theories and other questions. So how does that sound to you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, we are going to start. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, so one of my favorite scenes that I can remember mo- like the most is from episode 1 and you know how like the king is doing his rounds with the girl so he's like saying good morning to each and every one of them and you know of course Jamie, 
he's nude and <laughs> i thought it was kind of odd that the king was just like oh so you're sleeping in the nude again like usual son <laughs> and i thought okay that's pretty funny but my favorite scene from that chapter is when he lovingly pulls the possum off of um, Gwen's head. And I just, that made me laugh. And I think that's what hooked me to the series. So that's one of my favorites from the Cursed Princess Club. And <laughs> I just remember that's what hooked me. So do you have one that you want to share? Or do you think I should do another one? Well, do you have a favorite scene from the very first episode? No. <laughs> well, what exactly was it that got you hooked when you first read the series that you thought, okay, I like this? You forced me to read it. <laughs> That's why? It wasn't like a, a like a moment that made you laugh. Like, what was the first scene that made you laugh? Do you think you can remember? No. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You know, I'm going to give one more... Because it's pretty early on in the series when I um, came up to it. I think it's both in episode five. Because in episode five, we kind of get the intro to Prince Jamie and his skills. And you know his skills. is basically he eats something and he can basically detail the background of the person who made it. And <laughs> you know the very, like the little background of that he gave for the first food he ate I think it was like a some sort of meal that a chef gave him and so it was from episode five pie tasting and he basically describes it as he can still taste the affair with the sous chef's wife (laughs) and that was so funny to me because I think in that same episode later it's with that witch you know he's eating those pies from Gwen and that witch comes over and she wants to poison him with that apple and then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, sister. <laughs> and she's like, my bad. I didn't want to steal your thunder. And she just like kind of hides in the bushes. <laughs> but she left the apple. She left the apple. <laughs> I guess she figured she could use it. Oh, but poor Gwen. I think that was like her first instance of someone like, you know, pointing out that she might be ugly. ugly. <laughs> but I mean, she's pretty on the inside. And I mean, you grow to love her. But I... Because at that point, she didn't see... Like, Frederick didn't say anything to her just yet, right? No, not yet. I don't think so. Because she was making pies for the princes, and that's why Prince Jamie was trying them out. He was tasting them. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just remember, it was that, that episode was so funny. Just about to meet the princes was really funny, because they're all just scattering around in the castle, and they're freaking out. <laughs> Okay, so this one, I remember I was telling you earlier when you were passed out on the couch, and (laughs) um, it's from episode eight, The Wake, part one, and it's about that inappropriate old man, when he waltzes in, and he's just here like, like, good googly moogly, he was like saying his daughters were like hot and whatnot, and of course, (laughs) the king is like, get away from them, (laughs) which, I mean, it was really inappropriate, I was like... (laughs) they're underage old man yeah (laughs) one of the few times that you're happy that the king is overprotective I think (laughs) it's warranted oh and in that same episode Jamie wakes up to the waffles do you remember (laughs) oh I wanted to ask you something about that can you tell me can you guess 
like right now from your memory what was the recipe to prince jamie's favorite waffle because i have it and you know what i wanted to bring this up to you i mentioned it earlier and it's because i saw that there's an actual youtube video on how to make prince jamie's waffles <laughs> so it was a stack of waffles you cut the hole in the middle. Okay, yeah. Wait. Fill it with a bunch of candy and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, butter scotch sauce. Mm-hmm. And then the marshmallow bunnies. The marshmallow bunnies. <laughs> Do you remember how many he wants on it? Four. Four. Good job. And he, he likes them. Don't forget, he likes the waffles stacked with like that strawberry and whipped cream in between. You were really close, though. I was like, man, he's, like, getting it word for word. <laughs> Do you think you could eat that? No. No. I don't... I don't... know. The poor thing is going to be diabetic. <laughs> be, like, the last meal. This last meal. <laughs> Not by choice. Not by choice. <laughs> oh. I'm glad you... But I, I saw the YouTube video. I'm like, dang, someone actually made this thing in real life. And I don't even think I could eat it, because I like sweets, too. But... Yeah, I don't. Like <laughs> Jamie's on a whole other level from what <laughs> I don't, your dad likes sweets. Do you think he could do I that? Don't think he could. No, he couldn't. <laughs> I won't let him. You won't let him. <laughs> okay. Um, if it wasn't for the butterscotch sauce, because I feel like that might be a little overkill. Yeah, I've choked on butterscotch before. It's you, terrible. You have? How? <laughs> it was the hard candy. It was a hard candy. Um, you know, when I was a little kid, I told you, right, that my grandparents used to have, like, this candy jar in their room. And we would sneak in there every time to get some candy. But all it was was butterscotch and those strawberry candies, the hard ones. That's all we could find. But, I mean, if I get a butterscotch, it reminds me of my grandparents. So. It reminds me of choking. It reminds you of choking. Oh. <laughs> so I have another one. And I guess we're kind of going in chronological order because <laughs> I seem to have a bunch right in the very beginning of the series. And this one's from episode nine from The Wake Part Two. And this is whenever the boys are saying romantic stuff to the girls as they go to the infirmary after Jamie wakes up. And there's, okay, I got a screenshot of it. And it starts off with, um, I think it's the red one, Blaine, he goes up to Maria and he's here telling her, I'm going to go sing to you to the balcony and everything. And it's like, I'll tell you goodnight. And, <laughs> and then his brother, what's his name? The blue one. Lance. <laughs> Lance. He, he's like, well, then if you need me, I'll be gorging myself on waffles for the rest of the evening. <laughs> Which one's more like me? Honestly, it's Lance. Every time I read the name from him, I'm like, oh, that's that's Lorenzo. And I guess it doesn't help that they both have the L in their name, and Lorena kind of sounds like Lorenzo. <laughs> I thought I was romantic. You are romantic. What are you talking about? You're just romantic in your own way, like Lance. I mean, Lorena likes it. <laughs> I don't remember if she blushed in that scene, but I know she <laughs> she was just bamboozled from it. She was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Cause she was here thinking my heart is beating so fast i wonder what he's gonna tell me <laughs> okay so this one from episode 11 sweet dreams gwen it's like right after the incident when gwen is trying to make that meal for jamie you know the waffle tear and she overhears frederick say that she's ugly and of course you remember that peep that rolls on the card like the carpet yes <laughs> this is the episode when jamie eats it and he's like why does it taste like carpet <laughs> Two reasons why. Two reasons why. <laughs> Do you, okay, 
with Jamie's magical skill, do you think that's a blessing or a curse? Probably a curse. A curse. I said carpet tastes like sadness. Or when sadness tastes like carpet. <laughs> he had some other food variations he was confused about too, right? Yeah, and it was like three main ones he used to get confused with. Like those were pretty funny, I think, but I don't remember. But if I think about it, you know, if we think it's like a curse because he could either taste people's emotions, and if I think about it too, he had a time where he didn't know how to handle that. Well, we definitely see later on. Yeah. Near the end. How <laughs> that affects him. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that'd be a curse. So I kind of think he could be like a curse prince. If he wanted to. <laughs> okay, I got one from episode 19. And yeah, we kind of already jumped a good few episodes from this. And this is when the girls are having a slumber party for Gwen. Because she has her initiation and whatnot. This happens when um, Saffron knocks the ping pong ball. And it falls into <laughs> Jolie's eye socket or skull. Or <laughs> and then she tells him he has to get it out herself, himself. I think I got a screenshot of it when it happened. And he's just like, see, I think he was saying something was biting him inside her eye socket. And there is an episode where she starts digging in there trying to figure out like, man, it is kind of stuffy in here. Like there's a bunch of stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of the nastier ones. Yeah. And here's something I wanted to ask you too. When it comes to all of the princesses curses, who do, who do you think has the most inconvenient curse? And who do you think probably has like the roughest one? Because they all kind of have, like, a, a pretty tough variation. Because, you know, Prez turns into a giant spider. It's rough for a little bit. Yeah, on her period, yeah. And then we got Jolie with her lack of eyeballs. And somehow she can still see. I don't really know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I and then um, Syrah, I think the one with the nose. I mean, it's just like Pinocchio, and it seems like she lives with it. <laughs> More annoying than anything. Yeah. But the the friend to the one, uh, not the one with the acid mouth. Renee? Yeah, with the frogs. I feel like that one. Jeez, it seems so rough. <laughs> it seems like it would feel disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm terrified and of frogs. Swans. <laughs> swans. Just one. That just adds something so much darker to it. It's just, just you're like, I'm going to go feed my swans, guys. <laughs> no. But I feel like that one too. Like, how does she eat? Like, she just eat while the frogs are coming in? Or I don't know. That or Ivy. Maybe she, she, <laughs> she doesn't eat. She just. Smoothies. Smoothies. Okay. Maybe she eats her frogs. Constant juice cleanse. <laughs> I become an IG, uh, Instagram model. <laughs> or what? No, those are teas, right? They do like a, a detox. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a detox cleanse. I mean, I don't know about them. You don't know about them. <laughs> and and oh and what's his name? Saffron. He has the the hand that does stuff. And then there's the girl that turns into the crow. <laughs> it does inappropriate things when he doesn't mean to. Oh boy, I don't think that would have been like the night, not nice gestures that you don't want to see. <laughs> but I feel like they all got something inconvenient and I would want them to not have their curses. But I feel like out of all of them, if they ever had a chance to get rid of a curse, I just don't know who would be more deserving of it because they all 
kind of are deserving of it. <laughs> yeah, say the one that feels the worst about hers is Abby. Yeah. Okay, episode 23 is um, Frederick and Laverne or Laverne. Is that how you say the llama's name? Laverne? I've been saying Laverne. Laverne. <laughs> okay, so Frederick and Laverne, it's on episode 23. And Frederick pushes Gwen. At least he thinks it's Gwen, but it's not. <laughs> he didn't push her. He, he didn't. scared her a little. <laughs> With that face, he's like, did I just murder my fiance? <laughs> at least he felt bad about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, he wasn't on good... I mean, they didn't have a really... A moment where he said it in front of her face. Because I would say they're technically on good terms. <laughs> Either way, they barely knew each other at that point. Yeah, so I guess if he he, he did murder her... Um, <laughs> say it so casually. Gwen didn't get murdered, but he did almost murder somebody. At least she turned into a crow in the end. Because I don't know what he would do. And I don't know what his dad would do if he found out he murdered somebody. <laughs> He'd hide it. He'd hide it? I think so. You think so? I thought he would probably murder Fr- Frederick himself. Yeah, I'd hide that too. <laughs> He'd be able to just, yeah, <laughs> just hide all of it. He didn't, they'll be like, what son? I never had a third one. <laughs> okay, I have one more. Um, it's from episode 25, Confrontation. Do you know which one I mean? Do you know what I'm going to hint at right now? Yes. Yes. One of the, my favorite confrontations out of the whole story. <laughs> um, it's basically when Frederick misunderstands Gwen when she decides to confront him about... <laughs> oh my god. I think out of all of the scenes out of the series, this was the one that made me literally laugh out loud because I know you were passed out on the couch and I was sitting right next to you and I could not stop laughing. I was like, you know, there's... There's times where, you know, something's funny and you, you do that little nose sound, like your nose just goes, <laughs> you just laugh like that. But then this one just made me kept, I couldn't stop giggling because it was so funny. <laughs> and I remember I took screenshots just so I can, you know, reread it. And when I was rereading it, I kept laughing again. It was just that funny. <laughs> it's like, hey, Frederick, I know what you did to me. <laughs> And she's straining to fight back tears. The poor thing. That's why she looks so scary. <laughs> she stood up for herself, though. Yeah, she did stand up for herself. And then she said, it hurt, but I, I want you to know that I'm okay. <laughs> and this was like right after he thought he pushed her off the cliff. And I'm like, oh my God. The <laughs> worst misunderstanding ever. Oh, I know. And then he's like thinking, is she telling me she's immortal? And that face, right in that scene was too good. I think that was what made me like, I couldn't <laughs> keep it together. <laughs> and then right at the end of it, she, I, I don't know if she is just really bad at communicating or this is just his brain processing how she talks to him. Because I noticed a lot of people do that when they don't know her that well, they kind of misinterpret what she says and they make her look scary. <laughs> well, the next scene we're talking about, the same thing happens. Too. Yeah, it's like, let's be friends, Frederick. From now on, I'll be watching you from the shadows. <laughs> she's, she's probably just bad with words. <laughs> and she really tried and she tries to walk away with a nice smile. And he's just like... <gasps> <laughs> I think that one's my favorite out of the entire series. 
And I would put this one at number one if we were doing a countdown or something, but we're not doing that. (laughs) Okay, so the next one I noticed that me and him both have practically the same episode we want to talk about. So I'm going to tell him to tell you guys what it was that he picked. So can you tell me? The amusement park scenes. Mainly the clown house part where (laughs) everything just went wrong. (laughs) Uh, These are from episodes 26 and 27. Uh, (laughs) He's not wrong. The clown house scenes were the best parts of that entire arc. I mean, that entire amusement park arc, it just goes great in the very beginning. We got Jamie taking in Frederick into that uh, love boat uh, ride or whatever it was. And then you have the the girls. I guess the guys are trying to spook the girls a little bit. And Yeah, they had this whole plan on what was going to happen and that did not happen. <laughs> what all. was it? Maria, like, fear vomits? <laughs> yeah. And Lorena was just knocking everyone out. <laughs> She's beating everybody up. And what was it? I think even Lance later found it kind of attractive. That yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> and again, Gwen was misunderstood by the clown when she said, <laughs> saying, nobody will find his body or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I got a screenshot of that one too. <laughs> what was it? I think he's like, is this what we do to people? When he saw the, like his reaction to her. She's like, oh, okay, I can make sure no one finds your body for a long time. Like, when? <laughs> How do you keep doing this to yourself? <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's trying. She, I know, she's trying so hard. But, yeah, maybe communication skills is quite, probably going to be something she's going to have to work on. But it's okay. There's all good intentions in there. <laughs> At least I hope so. Okay, so what do we got next? You are pretty far after that one, so I might have to pull out one that I have, like in episode 30 or something. Okay, so I have um, episode 31, Abby's Wish part one, <laughs> and kind of part two as well. Those Both those episodes, I think Abby is an all-star in comedy-wise in those episodes, because she just, she made me laugh so much. She's a teenager, she's got attitude. <laughs> Uh, I love that she, you know, even though, you know, we know she's a teenager, but she, I feel like she's like the most modern teenager out of all of them because she talks like a Zoomer. You know, she says, bruh, and like, I'm going to get lit. <laughs> and, I'm pretty sure she's the youngest one. Yeah. Because she, she wanted to go to prom, right? And yeah. that one. Okay. So she's pretty young. Not even graduated yet. And every time she talks, though, she she just talks like a Zoomer, as they say. <laughs> and she's always saying, like, the, the, the modern slang of nowadays. Because most, most of the characters don't really say anything like that. But she's always saying, brah. And she's always saying <laughs> some sort of slang. And so she makes me laugh. And I think one of the scenes from those episodes, other than her saying, Grandma's gonna get lit... <laughs> Um, is when she is talking to Gwen and saying how she wants to get rid of her curse, right? Just for that one night. Because she says here, oh, come on, Gwen. It's not like I want to get drunk or anything. I'm just going to use the alcohol to get a boy from school to make out with me. (laughs) (laughs) And that woman's face. When she, oh my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> she looked at him with such disgust, and it was amazing. <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. Oh, I don't even. I don't even think I recorded what else she did after that, because it was just. <laughs> yeah. And then. Right after that one, it's um, episode 34 with Prince Frederick, and it's about his backstory. This is part two of it. And it's right after he has, like, we get to see all everything about him. You know, from why he got bullied, why he stopped being the way he used to be. And then he gets a gift from Gwen, because, you know, she gets a gift for him yeah. <laughs> at the end of, like, Abby's Wish. And she wanted to get him a little sailboat and a bottle. Well, there was a mix-up, <laughs> and he ends up getting the newt eyeballs, and I thought that was so funny, because he's here like, oh my gosh, she's got me a book that I love. That's amazing. And it opens the newt eyeballs in horror. <laughs> the fear, again, of Gwen. <laughs> and at that, like, that wasn't her fault. That was just the universe just playing tricks on her again, <laughs> not letting her be nice on occasion oh goodness gracious but and i think right after that too didn't like abby like choke up the little boat (laughs) and it's funny about those newt eyeballs because then it's just a running gag throughout the series where he's here like i'm gonna go find gwen and grabs a newt (laughs) it's his lucky charm in the end anyway i know and then when he shows her it's like i just i can do anything because of this it's just like why are you holding that (laughs) yeah it's First time she got creeped out by him. Yeah. And the tables have... Or what is it? The the turn have tables. <laughs> you don't get it? You're just embarrassed. Just embarrassed. <laughs> and... Oh, but then she does try to give him the little boat bag. And he's like, no, I think I'm going to keep the new eyeballs in the end of the... I think closer to the end of the series. He's yeah. like... <laughs> but I think that's really cute out of him. Because, you know, we know he starts liking Glenn... Not Glenn. Gwen a bit more towards the end of the series and, and he already grew attached to the, the newt eyeballs <laughs> if i gave you some newt eyeballs would you be attached to them the way frederick is no i just slip them in your food every once in a while <gasps> you nasty <laughs> you ate them i didn't I, you didn't do nothing like that <laughs> oh gosh you know how like they have to go and buy these like potions and stuff and you know they got these oh god and Newt's a real animal, right? Like, that's a, like a real, yeah. yeah. Ew. Okay, so Lorenzo has one right after that one I just said. Okay, you can go ahead. Um, when everybody turns against Aurelia, if I'm saying that right, mm-hmm. after she tried to get Gwen kicked out. You like that scene? Yeah. I mean, like, Gwen was so nice to everyone that even though she wasn't cursed... They wanted her in the club anyways, you know, after a really good break from the rules. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Aurelia, she definitely was showing a lot of nasty traits that a lot of the cursed princesses don't show, even when they're cursed. Yeah. Uh, That's like how other people would be treating them. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was a little rotten out of her. And she does develop later on. She does kind of redeem herself later on in the series. Yeah, that's a real boss in the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love that the author can do that because she's really good at getting these characters to kind of redeem themselves. I think it's the same thing with, like, Prince Whitney later on. Because... And Frederick. And yeah, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I wanted to punch Frederick in the face. 
And then same thing with Aurelia. I'm like, I want to punch Aurelia in the face. And then <laughs> everyone did. Yeah, and I mean, Gwen, she's a saint because what yeah. she does later on too. She was the one mainly reaching out. To mm-hmm. her. And she's here, like, I'm gonna write her letter and everything. And I'm just like, Gwen, you're an angel. I mean, Aurelia got you wrong. And I mean, she realizes it later too. Yeah. And um, what was it? They kept making fun of her because she. They kept assuming she was making out with the logs. <laughs> and she's like, I don't make out with the logs. And <laughs> I mean, my first assumption too was, yeah, she probably like licked that thing pretty good in order for it to melt. It's <laughs> just so wrong. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it's like later on I, it's just with a bobby pin I didn't think that would work but I mean it, somehow it does because I just I guess assume. it's the saliva not really the inside of her mouth yeah but I mean can she taste anything probably not I wouldn't think so because she just melts everything she breaks down the nutrients quick though <laughs> her dad or was it her stepdad whoever it was that gave her that necklace to have the curse that she has now yeah. man i i don't yeah. i don't think it was what they expected no <laughs> okay so i have one from episode 65 and it's like one of my favorite running gags in the series and it's with frederick and laverne laverne and this episode 65 what he wants has him wanting to go find Gwen so he can go tell her how he feels, ask her to that um, got that gala or whatever it was, which ultimately fails in the end too. But I love this gag of the llama cart. And I kept asking Lorenzo, is it the, the llama cart or something? Because <laughs> it's an Ikea product and I assumed it had an accent to it. <laughs> yeah, it's pronounced llama. It's llama. <laughs> But I just love that they just bring in an Ikea box and he has to just construct it by himself. And I mean, I love Ikea furniture. It definitely wasn't the furniture, or I mean not furniture, the card I expected. Yeah. <laughs> it just made a chariot. That's what he made. <laughs> that he pulled. That he pulled. <laughs> what was it? I think it, episode 74, it comes back, the, the gag of like, uh, I think it's episode 74, the winner, and he wakes up in their little carriage and they're taking him home. And he's like, wait, what about the llama cart? <laughs> and they even ride it the same way in the box and everything. And then he's like, oh, no, it's OK. Lance wanted to give it a try. He thought it looked cool. <laughs> you see him pulling it up with Laverne and she's just here chilling in the cart. <laughs> uh, Frederick was saying that was even harder than carrying her. Yeah. <laughs> And I noticed he started growing some muscle because um, you'll mention it soon. And I think in checking him out. No, because with what you're going to mention when who he meets later, uh, he got scared and he was going to go and just leave and bounce right then. He just lifted Laverne. He's like, okay, we're going to go, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was effortless. So, I mean, he's getting adrenaline. Yeah, like maybe he was just he's probably getting a workout. He'll be able to go toe to toe with uh, Lance and Blaine at some point. No, you don't think so? (laughs) Okay, and with that, Lorenzo has another one that he wants to mention. I think it's during that time. Yes, when Frederick was lost and he met Prince Whitney, which we had heard of before. It was definitely different than who we expected to meet (laughs) if we did meet him again. Yeah, he was quite different for sure. And honestly, we thought he was dead, so... 
Yeah. Big surprise. And I mean, good for Prez, because, I mean, she didn't kill anybody. And that did help her kind of deal with her curse a little bit better. But how do you feel about Prince Whitney after this whole season of getting introduced to him? Well, it seemed like he's changed for sure. Mm-hmm. Still, he's trying to make up for what he did in the past, so it's still <laughs> a little rough on him. Yeah. And uh, what was it? He went to, like, a nurse's monastery or something. He put a, an oath for a celibacy and... He did yoga. He did yoga. <laughs> he's definitely changed. And what was it? Like, his curse is just the tiger stripes and nothing else. He doesn't... Soaps and senses. Yes, and senses. I like that scene when <laughs> he tells them to go to sleep and he'll watch out and the... <laughs> He's just here, like, ready to pounce on anyone that's going to attack the tent. I thought that was sweet. And I think, like, you know, his first introduction, you, of course, think, man, this guy is awful. I don't want to be anywhere near this man. And then when you get to know him, he's he's gotten better. He's not as awful anymore. Still intimidating. Still intimidating, of course, yes. <laughs> Scares animals. Yeah. Laverne warmed up to him. Yeah. <laughs> A little more than warmed up to him. Yeah. But, I mean, I think Laverne just uh, falls in love easily. <laughs> and, well, oh, I don't remember. There's got to be at least one person Laverne doesn't like. Like, strictly doesn't like. I don't know, because, I mean, every person that she doesn't like or has, like, a love-hate relationship with, she starts to, you know, really get attached. <laughs> I feel like she hates poor people. She hates poor people. I mean, she is quite posh, as they call them. <laughs> Snobby. Snobby, yes. Very pampered. <laughs> okay, so I don't have much anymore that I wrote down, but Lorenzo has, like, I think two more, and then we'll move on to the theories and other questions I had. I can't even read his name. Dandruff? Oh, Lieutenant Dandruff taking Gwen to the town. <laughs> well, okay, I'm trying to remember how that went, because I know it wasn't very smooth. You know? <laughs> yeah, he was yelling at everyone. He's... Stay away from her. <laughs> and right, he can't look at her, right? At yeah, first. We were. Yeah. He's they here. He couldn't talk to her. No. <laughs> he got her confused with Maria. And he's like, no, Maria could sing and all this, right? She was blonde. And he looks at Maria. She's just, you know, not herself. Because <laughs> she's here crying. She's been crying. Mm hmm. <laughs> Okay, because Dandruff, doesn't he um, get mad at the little Blaine doll? And then Blaine ends up showing up. He's like... <laughs> and then he gives him an autograph. Oh. <laughs> All of that. He's like, don't worry, I get it. You're a fan. <laughs> you have one more, right? You have... <laughs> a very iconic moment when Prez meets her idol for the first time oh my gosh that whole ordeal like towards the end of the series i mean this the season not the series <laughs> yeah they're all down in the castle mm -hmm. looking at portraits of gwen's mom find a portrait yeah not her mom not her. <laughs> her dad her dad also the person who inspired so much her fashion the way she acts everything 
turns out it was all a lie. Oh. It wasn't a woman. It was... The situation she based it on was not what happened at all. No, but I mean, she... It was Jackie, right? She says, it was a cool, sexy name. And they're like, Jackie? <laughs> they're like, that's the most basic name out there, Chris. That's true. It, yeah, it is. And what was it? I mean, when I saw his face, I was like, man, Prince Jamie gets his looks from him, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the glistening rainbow hair, the pastel. Man, they really... Uh, represent their country for sure <laughs> or their their kingdom they all do all the kingdoms yeah it's really cool though i like that all the kingdoms have like a different pattern to them it's like everyone went to joanne fabrics and they decided that was their pattern for the kingdom <laughs> the argyle's the worst mm-hmm. mm. oh my gosh i think out of all of them yeah that was bad <laughs> i was like come on guys you could have thought of any other Pattern, but no, you went with that one. <laughs> you could have gone for Rubik's Cube or something, but no. <laughs> Polka dots. Polka dots. Tessellations. Something. And I mean, Prez is from like the Polygon Kingdom, right? I think that's like the only one that isn't like a type of material. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like for poor Prez, because um, what was it? Jackie. What happens is, like, he doesn't knock those people down when they're fighting, right? It was more yeah, like something a... something about slipping in wine or something. <laughs> and then he was so sparkly. They got blinded by it. Yeah. <laughs> and I could have... I was just like, you know what? That makes sense. And I really got, I think, that tension during that time before, um, you know, the king found them in there. And when they found the pictures... I was nervous because I was like, what's going to happen as I was reading the series? And then once it happened, I was like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. (laughs) And I noticed, too, the author does a really good job at raising tension and just killing it, like, instantly. (laughs) Because it's the same thing with um, the girl that sees the visions. Do you remember her name? She's the one with the red eyes. Yeah, now. And we thought someone was going to die the whole time. Like, we were panicking. It was like, someone's going to die. And then... Someone was going to die. Yeah. And it was okay. Because wasn't it Prez? She didn't end up killing Whitney. And so it changed everything. But it freaked me out still. Because that whole chapter, when she's here, like, shaking, saying someone's going to die right now. And then you see that flash of lightning. I mean, I was terrified. (laughs) Yeah. Because Renee is one of the sweeter characters. Mm Mm-hmm going through a lot of the time so it'll been rough i know and it was nice to see that you know whitney came by and was able to save the day and it was nice but i remember it was like oh my gosh it was terrifying and then it ends with that really nice touching moment and it's the same thing kind of what happened here but in the end of it we still got a lot of questions and i we plan to move on to that in a little bit that <laughs> oh, so of some thoughts and opinions of what you think is going to come next in the final season. So we are going to move on to that right about now. So we are here for the theories. Yay! (laughs) Okay, so how did you feel about how it ended so far? With season three. 
How did you feel? Because it ended right in that scene where she, you know, kind of just wants to be with Frederick and she just kind of forgets about when he called her ugly and just wants to go for it with his confession, right? He confessed to her around then. And she just sees all of those little diamonds and it's just a bunch of her face cracked. Because I feel like every season pretty much ends with her seeing something like a cracked image of her. And I feel like a lot of people have theories as to why she sees those images of herself. And like Prez says too, it's probably like something about her self-image. But at that moment, there were so many of them and they got worse. Like the cracked images were even more severe than what they were in the past times that she's seen it. And why do you suppose she is seeing these cracks anyways? Like, do you think it's because of her self-image or is it because it's something else? Because it's right after she doesn't want to, she just wants to ignore something that's happened to her, that's hurt her. Well, you keep feeling like she's improving, but it keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. Even after Frederick's telling her all these things, she's still got issues with her self-image. Mm-hmm. And then you just the episode, like, right before they steal that diary of her mother's. Mm-hmm. And you see she had all the same issues that leaves you worrying about Gwen in the end. Yeah. And I feel like with that journal, um, you know, of course, we get those images of, like, oh, gosh, it, she hated herself. She did not love herself. and It's definitely not something you want Gwen to read. No, no, of course not. And, I mean, a lot of people said, too, and I think maybe, maybe Gwen's mom in the beginning, maybe that journal has been something she's had for a long time. At least I'm, I'm hoping this is the case. And in the beginning, she didn't love herself, right? She probably did think she was ugly. And then maybe as she met Jackie, she might have started loving herself. And, you know, who has the, the diary right now? It's Aurelia. And I get the feeling she's gonna end up reading it. Someone's gonna end up reading that. And there might be something in there that's gonna really change the course of what Gwen could do. Maybe, I don't know. Well, it never really explains either what happened to Gwen's mom. I know. And I, I, I don't think it's anything like self-harm of any sort. I feel like she really did probably just pass away from something. But I'm worried too, cause like there's so many theories of like what happened to her. She looks like she's on her deathbed. When you see those images of her with Jackie, he's holding her hand and you know, she's telling him her wishes, right? And we'll get to those wishes in a little bit. But I'm worried too, because all of a sudden these cracked images just showed up right when she felt bad about herself. And then later on, she's not communicating properly about how she feels. And I don't know if it's like, does that happen to her mom? And that's how what led to her not surviving for very long. Remember, she um, she wanted to hide all her kids' beauty. Why is that? Why does she want to hide all of her kids' beauty? Not specifically just Gwen's. Or do the other girls have that issue too? But then they're pretty. Yeah, the Jamie definitely doesn't have that. No. <laughs> And <laughs> I tried to confirm if him and uh, Gwen are twins. And it's not really confirmed. Like, no, it hasn't been stated explicitly. I told you. Yeah, but at the same time, you have images of them as babies, and they're together. And I don't really think, like, how close can you have babies together for them to still be, like, swaddled in the same photo, you know? because <laughs> maybe we've had kids like I don't think we can have them that close where both of them are still able to be swaddled 
in the, like infancy. And so I think they are twins. Because for one thing, I feel like maybe that's like what, they're like the spitting image of their parents in like a little bundle, <laughs> you know? Cause she looks exactly like her mom. And then Jamie is like a spitting image of his dad when he was a youngster. <laughs> And so, you know how we thought maybe Prince Jamie was cursed with something. Cursed with this incredible skill of tasting everyone's emotions in their cooking. And then Gwen is powerful at cooking. (laughs) She's a great chef and she touches people's emotions with her cooking. What a great pair. Mm -hmm. I know, it's cute. They can make a really great restaurant if they wanted to. (laughs) Incredible food critic. And not just that, they're telling each other's feelings yeah and i mean they really can't hide it from each other with the way their skills you know correlate and (laughs) what is it um you know they go to each other too like you said they go to each other so i feel like that's just like a twin power like they just have like this like i know how you're feeling so you could just come to me yeah and i'm like thinking why did they have these like such specific skills was it was it from their mom or because all the other girls too they have skills, like one sings and animals just show up around her like a fairy tale princess. And then Lorena, she's got flowers showing up on her backside and everything. <laughs> she's great at beating people up. Yeah, she is. She's a great, what do they call them? Uh, a war chief or something? <laughs> a real lady. A real lady. <laughs> I, I just, I speculate so much of what could be going on with Gwen are all these girls are all the kids cursed or do they all have something to them why did her mom not want anybody seeing their kids because that's the only reason why King Jackie doesn't want them getting near anybody and why he doesn't want to expose them to the world because then I think too is that what happened to the mom you know like she ended up getting exposed to the world because she it didn't seem like she's from there yeah. Like King Jackie founder. Like she was pretty much on her own on some island. Yeah, because like he's a big like a anti pirate. Yeah. <laughs> he he goes around and he says like the only time I actually stole something for myself it was and it points to Gwen's mom, and <laughs> like did he I steal her? And uh, he, uh, technically, I guess he did steal. Maybe she is a hidden gem in that island. Maybe she was just considered beautiful. Same thing that happened to Gwen. She's grown up to always believe she was beautiful. And then when she went to this world whose perception of beauty is different, it, it like, affected her in a bad way. And maybe that's what's happening to Gwen. Because her father definitely finds her beautiful. Yeah. She seems to be his favorite. Yeah. <laughs> And I, she looks like her mother, so it makes sense. Yeah, I think after I saw that picture, I was like, oh, is that why? That's kind of sad. <laughs> it's sad and sweet because, you know, that's his baby. And that's like, that he she just reminds him of his wife and the love of his life, really. And that's so sad because um, I noticed, too, when Frederick nudged his little head on her shoulder and, you know, everyone's thinking she's got game, <laughs> he's just, he fell asleep because of her cooking. He snapped the most when he saw Gwen potentially having a suitor. 
and it's also the youngest daughter too so yeah yeah that didn't help <laughs> and after all these i was like you know it really clues in why he's like that and i feel bad for king jackie too because he's he's got a lot of weight on him and he's holding his kids back because of it like in a way their mom is holding them back even in her past life okay so i remember something else too you know how like they said that she passed away you know, and Gwen said that she passed away when she was really young, and so she doesn't remember much about her mom. But Maria and Lorena, they're not too far, like, they're a little bit older than them. Because Gwen is, how old? Gwen and Jamie are 16? 15. Okay, so they're around there. But then Maria, she's 18, and then Lorena is around in between that. They gotta remember their mom, right? Maybe. It's still really young. Yeah. <laughs> but they gotta at least remember what she looks like, I would assume. Yeah, probably. I would feel like they would, and I don't know. Like, uh, maybe when Gwen goes up to them, has she ever decided to ask them what their mom was like and stuff? Or has that just never crossed her mind because, you know, King Jackie always cries of the thought of her. And so they just don't bring her up in general. Well, it's not, you don't have time alone when he goes off. I know. <laughs> it's just not something they'd ask him about. Yeah, so my assumption's just like, do they not like know their mom in general, or were they really that young and they just couldn't remember? Because I well, would feel I think like... either way, it wouldn't be very much memories at that age. Yeah. Because uh, I kept thinking, did, like, do they at least remember their mom maybe looking like Gwen a little bit? And so that... All they see is their mother and Gwen and stuff. Do you think Gwen's mom was a good chef, too? Like, Gwen? No clue. <laughs> I'm just asking if you think. Not so much if you don't, for sure. I don't know. She she has a lot of traits from her mom. She looks just like her. I would assume maybe she... <laughs> no, I don't think so. No? She's from some island. Island. She's probably way different. I saw some theories on Instagram the other day and some people were like suspecting maybe like her mom was like a type of mermaid kind of thing because she's kind of got like the 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 sea-like features you know she's got the I don't know about the fangs so much but like the, the seaweed hair very sea-like and I mean those pictures of Gwen's mom I mean she kind of looked like she could have been like maybe a, a sea creature of a sort you know so they thought maybe she was like, and she lived on an island, so maybe she's like a mermaid or a siren or something, and maybe that's why. A manatee with seaweed on its head. <laughs> a manatee. Watching too much How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> you know the scene whenever um, King Jackie finds the picture of Gwen's mom, and he's crying intensely as he looks at the photo, and. Okay, he's telling her, I can't find it. I'm sorry, I can't find it. What do you think he's looking for? The diary. The diary? Yeah, because it seemed like it fell out of the picture frame. Really? Oh, I didn't think about that. Okay, because I was like thinking, it can't be the diary. <laughs> well, mostly because I just assumed it was in the room, so he already knew it was there. But I didn't realize you meant that it came out of the picture frame. I didn't see that. I had to look at it again. Because I thought maybe it was like a, like an heirloom or something that she owned. and Or maybe it was something from the... Maybe he can't find the island. Because I know some people said that. They are like, maybe he can't find the island that she 
found him. <laughs> no. No, I'm pretty sure that picture frame had the book headed in it. Mm-hmm. Probably got it again, too. Why do you suppose that would be, like, the biggest thing he couldn't find out of her? Like, do you think it was something that she wanted her daughter to read? Maybe it's something else she wanted hidden. Mm, maybe. Because she wanted all her pictures hidden away. Like, she didn't want any of the kids seeing it. Like... Okay, if I if my hopes of is that maybe she grew to love herself, I don't see why she would like hide her pictures, and maybe sadly she never did love herself in the end. That would be really sad. Love, it's like with Gwen, it keeps coming back to her no matter what. Mhm. Well, I would be really sad too if like what happened to her mom is what's happening to Gwen right now, but Gwen's mom was like a severe case, and it ended up just she just couldn't keep living with this like constant trace of cracks I don't know how to describe it but it just kept following her but that would be really scary too but I'm not sure I just know he was like crying intensely because he couldn't find it and my guess is that was like one of her last wishes yeah but I never explains what exactly mm-hmm. the wish was maybe she wrote in the diary kind of like a message as to why she chose to give him those wishes in the first place you know, because, like, she tells them those wishes, but she doesn't really clarify why. But maybe in the diary explains why. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we're just speculating. <laughs> That's what theories are. That's what theories are. You're right. Okay, to lighten up the theories, um, I just had some points I wanted to ask you. So who is your favorite ship? Like, what is your favorite uh, relationship? Like, your ship? Which one? The fencer. I just know they called her Incestor, remember? <laughs> her last name's Winchester. Winchester. Yeah, or I don't her remember. Her and Lorena. Her and Lorena. Okay, yeah, I can get that ship, you know, with their whole sex dungeon and whatnot. <laughs> oh, as friends, but okay. Oh, as friends? Okay. <laughs> I know some people really ship them, like as a, you know, kind of like with Buddy. Well, Lance is pretty Lance is pretty boring. Lance, I like Lance. I do. And I feel like him and Lauren, I can really get along. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, he, he does. I feel like I wish we could get to know him a bit more other than him liking food and liking women fight now. <laughs> so that's why he reminds you of me. He's boring. You're not boring. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like Lance. I think Lance makes me laugh the most out of all the brothers. Because Frederick makes me laugh in a different way. <laughs> laugh at him, not with him. It's true. I laugh at him. <laughs> I think Lance is really funny because most of his interactions with women, he's always eating something. Like, my goodness. <laughs> at least he, he works out and stuff because he does not eat very healthy. It's not like Jamie, though. No, no. You're right. <laughs> How does... How does Jamie stay in shape? Because he eats so much. Considering he's a food critic? Uh, by overworking his metabolism. Mm, okay, I get that. Or maybe he'll be like his dad, where at some point he kind of just... I guess he lets go. Because <laughs> he... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite relationships uh, out of the series is probably, um, of course, Gwen and Freddy. Out of the other princesses, I mean... Okay, for Maria and Blaine, 
I don't know. What do you think of those two? They're crazy. They're crazy. Some people think that their relationship's a little too shallow. It kind of is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying, but it's, it's pretty shallow. Who do you think is more the shallow one out of the relationship? Maria. Definitely. <laughs> She's the one with the merch. That's true. That's true. And she is the thirsty one. And just obsessed with approval from his mom, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Because, and I mean, the thing is, I could, I could kind of get why the plaid queen is like that. You know, she probably got arranged to marry her husband now, and he's kind of a mess. <laughs> What? You're right. I like to change my relationship. It'd be the two kings. The two kings. <laughs> well, their relationship's not shallow, and it wasn't like. I mean, you saw like their first interaction when he fell into his arms. He did. <laughs> so romantic. Do you wonder why that maybe like when they first met, he probably thought he was a chick, right? And he was like thinking, "Oh, she pretty," and then when he found out he's a guy, like. He probably, yeah, <laughs> he probably still has, like, an attachment to that. Because, you know, when they're, we first see them hang out in the beginning of the series, he's swinging them in the air, and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's you. <laughs> they acted like they were in love. And, they are. Mm-hmm, they are. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh. But they're funny together. I think they're so funny. And, you know, like, it seems like we're getting some tension with the two of them now, too. If you think about it, because he calls him a hypocrite, the the plaid king. He calls. Mm-hmm. He's, he's tired of the marriages being put off. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he keeps like, okay, we're just gonna never happen, and he's like, well, we agreed to this. <laughs> and what was it? The plaid queen is like sneaking in, listening to him. You know, watch the picture and whatnot, just munching on cookies. I like that scene where she just yoinked the cookies into her bag. <laughs> it was really cool to see her light up a little bit when she ate that pie from Gwen. Or was it like an apple cobbler? And to see that she just loved Jamie's um, reviews of people's food. <laughs> yeah, it was a different side of her for sure. Yeah. So it just seems so cold, but I think, you know, she's a real softy for certain things, of course. And I feel like she could probably really like Maria, you know, and all the other girls. But I guess it would be helpful if all the kids just had some time to get to know the brothers more. Because, you know, like, Maria is is quite shallow. She really only cares about Blaine's looks most of the time. And Blaine tries really hard for her, you know. He tries to get to know her interests a bit more. I think it was really sweet that one time when they were all crying in their house and they come by to see what's wrong. And it's right after, like, you know, uh, King Jackie is telling them that, you know, their dreams are never going to happen because he wants to keep them locked up in the kingdom. And, you know, she's just like, he won't let me sing at that recital in front of my people and whatnot. And he offers to play music for her so she could sing and practice for it. I thought that was sweet. And those little things are nice gestures for her. And I, the most I see her do is, like, oogle at his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lorena and Lance, they get along really well. Yeah, 
great friends. Great friends. <laughs> the true ship. It's her and ancestor. <laughs> She's oh. not family, though. No. <laughs> uh, her, her crush on Lance was really weird. Yeah, the whole reason why. Mm-hmm. I was just like, uh, uh, girl, I don't think that's really like a... Like a <laughs> it's just kind of a, an odd way to like a person, but I mean, okay. <laughs> I like Fred and um, Gwen. Because I know in the beginning, we were like, oh, we're going to beat him up. <laughs> and in the end, I mean, he's really worked hard to make amends to her. And he's grown to like her. I, I think that's cute. I just know how nice she is how sweet she is on the inside mm-hmm. and I think that's really sweet that they just you know just got to know each other normally <laughs> even after being terrified of her in the beginning yes yes you know I wonder if we're like Prince Freddy Frederick Freddo <laughs> um, you know of course he's scared of her for the whole time but it never happens to like Blaine and Lance and it seems like that's like a normal thing for a lot of people to do when they first meet her. It's like to freak out when she does her like misunderstandings and stuff. But it never happens with them. And I wonder why. You know what I mean? Because it happened with um, Frederick, of course. And then on other occasions it's happened before. I think even with the witch, she got her perception of her being a witch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so I'm like, I wonder why it's only like specific people that see that side of her. Because everyone else seems to see her like as normal. And so, I don't know, maybe it's just uh, the eye of the beholder. They don't really... Because <laughs> they don't even say that she's ugly. Like, the other princes. So I don't know. Or maybe they just don't vocalize it. No clue. You don't know? I don't know. Okay. So, who is, like, your favorite character out of the show? We got our favorite relationship. I will say that I love Gwen, Jamie, and I would even say Laverne. <laughs> just because she's just full-on comedy. And, you know, Abby. Abby makes me laugh a lot from The Princesses. I'd probably say Prez. Prez. <laughs> Why do you suppose Prez? Is it just because she's cool? Yes. <laughs> she's cool and her whole reason for why she did everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like her butler too. Going against adversity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah her butler's cool. Her butler's cool. I Wait. forgot his name. It starts with a C, I think. I don't know. He reminds me a lot of like the butler trope. I don't. You never seen Black Butler before, right? No. It's an anime. Uh, he reminds me a lot of him because he's like a magical butler that can do anything, really. You know, that was like his catchphrase, <laughs> essentially. Oh, like Alfred. Yeah, like Alfred. You know, like the the butler trope. You, should, you could just do anything. <laughs> and he reminds me a lot of that. It's oh Prince Whitney. I like Prince Whitney now too. I think he's funny. And he reminds me a lot of Zuko. I told you that before. <laughs> that I think it's the scars and he kind of redeems himself because he used to do bad things in the past. Not nearly as bad as Whitney because Whitney sounds like he's done some... It was all for the same reasons too. Against trying to prove himself against his siblings and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's even kind of got the hairstyle a little bit too. The, the long locks. 
Kind of like when Zuko, he didn't have a ponytail like him, but. <laughs> Luckily. He's from like the monochrome kingdom, right? Yeah. So he's not really used to color. And I thought it was funny when he had to wear that uniform at the, <laughs> <laughs> the dinner. And he's just like, yeah, this is what I wear all the time. Okay, so since season four is going to come up at some point, we are patiently waiting for the, you know, the release. And I noticed um, when we were reading the, like, I, when I was binge reading this, uh, the seasons just showed up real quick. I think season two happened like a week after season one ended. But I'm hoping that, you know, the author will take a good break before season four kicks in. And I was going to say, what is it that you're looking forward to for season four? Like, what is it that you want to know? What do you want to see happen next kind of stuff? Gwen love herself, of course. Aww. <laughs> you got anything else? Because, I mean, of course, I think that's what everyone wants to see is Gwen loving herself. And I would like to see more about her mom and hopefully good things about her mom. Yeah, hopefully it didn't end badly for her, I guess. Yeah. And... I would like to see um, the girls actually be allowed to go out of the kingdom, you know, and be free. <laughs> and see if these weddings actually happen. Yeah. What <laughs> was it? They got one more event, right? It's that thing that Blaine is holding. And so I'm excited to see what's going to happen there because it's supposed to be happening in the Polygon Kingdom where Prez is from. Oh, she might meet her old nurse friend. That would be really cool. Yeah. I think that'd be even worse than her seeing Prince Whitney. Again. Oh. <laughs> Just the feelings of it all. Mm-hmm. It would really hurt, too, because, I mean, she was going to, you know, be with him, I think, in a way. <laughs> she admired him, for sure. Oh, gosh. Uh, I would really like to know what the heck is happening with Gwen and see if she'll... Whatever. Why is that happening? Someone's got to explain it, you know? Because, like, Prez came up with, like, her own theory in a way, but not so much, like, the actual explanation. It would be nice to see Gwen talk about what she's seeing to her siblings and her dad, maybe. I would I would like for her to be able to open up to her own family about this. At least to Jamie. Yeah, at least to Jamie. Because, I mean, that's a hard thing for her to be going through by herself, you know? Oh, I would like for the, the Cursed Princesses to actually, like, reveal themselves to everybody in a normal way. Because, you know, they kind of had to hide themselves to be the CPC for her dinner. But it'd be cool for them to just show up in all their glory as the Cursed Princesses. <laughs> would you want the girls to have their curses alleviated? Or do you think it's okay for them to own up to it how that is? Because I know the point of the club is to kind of own it. And, you know, it's like, no biggie. We don't need to get rid of our curses. But would you like to see them not have them anymore? I'd say it's up to them, honestly. Me? <laughs> like to see if they all could accept it at least and be okay with it. Mm -hmm. If they choose to get rid of it. Yeah. I definitely understand still. I know for some of them, like the lobster girl, I feel like she should be allowed to go back to her original form. <laughs> yeah, she was just snatched out of her entire life. Yeah, and turned into a human, not a lobster no more. But all her family's down there. Being human's awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, at least like for like the, the 
girl with no eyeballs to get some eyeballs. But I mean, it's I know she probably got like a fashionable thing to it. She can change her eye mask into any eye color she wants. Yeah, but she said the flowers were bothering her allergies. Yeah. So it'd be a lot of eye drops. Yeah. <laughs> it's going you gotta, nowhere. You gotta fill the whole thing, probably. <laughs> Maybe she'd just go for like an eye mask that cools her face down. That might help with her allergies. I know that helps you. <laughs> What about Nell? I feel like Nell should be allowed to... <laughs> yeah, hers affects her really badly. Yeah, hers looks like it hurts. She just looks like she's writhing in pain, the poor thing. Abby, I would like for Abby to be able to, you know... Live her life. Yeah. I mean, she is very much a teen. Maybe she'll meet a boy who has the same issue as her, you know? Hers <laughs> an older woman. Oh, yep, there we go. So I love me some older women. <laughs> Does she just keep on aging, though? I don't know. I mean, it looks like she's just stagnant in this old face. Is her entire body old? Or is it just her face? I can't remember. She's got wrinkly arms, I think, and hands. Yeah, okay. Because, I mean, she moves like a young person. Yeah, I was wondering that, too. <laughs> like her joints or her just her looks. Yeah, she doesn't need to walk with a cane or anything. So it seems like maybe it's just... Just the look kind of thing, like inconvenience to it. <laughs> Takes so much advantage of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look what she did about getting her alcohol. <laughs> I get some boy drunk. <laughs> Being in great shape and look 80. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you know, I, I mean, I would like for some of them to at least not have their curses. At least to be able to, you know, be able to live a normal life. Because, I mean, they're making do. Most of them are. And I feel like some of them, it's just kind of an inconvenience. But not so much like uh, making their life completely unlivable, you know? Uh, Renee, for sure. I feel like Renee should be allowed to not have to have spit frogs out of her mouth. <laughs> and then her swans might miss her. Her swans would be like, oh, you don't feed us no more. That would be really sad. Oh, and would you prefer for Saffron to grow a beard? Or Luce's curse. I don't know. I don't know if I'd like him with a beard. I feel like he looked like a war criminal. <laughs> he he looks like he could like with that arm, he could do some intense things. <laughs> and he looked more intense with a beard. I know it's true. I feel like um, his arm is like a friend of his in a way. Because even though he's mean to him, he still does things for him out of kindness Gives sometimes. Yeah, high fives. <laughs> uh, for, for Prince Whitney, I think he he wouldn't want to get rid of his curse. I feel like he would be keeping it, for sure. Yeah, after the lesson it taught him. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't want to go back. It, it's what he is now. I think it's like, it's molded him. <laughs> All right, so I think we're going to be wrapping it up soon. But do you have any questions that you would like to ask? Are we done yet? <laughs> I, I was I just said we might be done soon. I was just wondering if you had some theories or thoughts that you wanted to share before we end off here. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, you heard it here. Um, so I wanted to tell you thank you for being a part of the podcast. You made it a little bit easier on me because usually I have to write a whole script and I didn't really have to do that for this week. So it was less stress on me. Yeah, I had to carry the whole show. 
You had to carry the whole show. <laughs> well, I am very thankful that you were on here. So, um, do you want to say anything to the listeners? Hi. <laughs> well, it was good to have you on here. Thank you. Um, hopefully you, yes, he's hand, he's shaking my hand right now. And <laughs> thank you. Yes, it was really good to have you. Um, do you think you'd ever come back on? It depends on how much you pay me next time. Okay, I'll have to pay you. You heard it here. <laughs> we'll just we'll start a a GoFundMe to have you back on. <laughs> do you okay? If I were to have you on another one, would you want to do a Jujutsu Kaisen episode? Just going nuts. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, this is like the only webtoon you read <laughs> or that you have read. And, I mean, I'm going to try to get him into other ones, but, uh, you know, he, he um, it took him a good bit to finish Cursed Princess. And I think when he saw me finish it, it was just like, how did you even do <laughs> Get a life. Oh, yes. <laughs> All I do is read webtoons. <laughs> take care of our kids and sometimes the kids um our kids like look at the webtoons i'm reading and sometimes our daughter will end up swiping the pages and then i won't remember where i'm at so (laughs) i definitely have to be careful on what i'm reading around her (laughs) i don't read anything like you know you you can't find anything that x-rated on webtoons but i mean i don't have you (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> well, I would like to have you on another time. I don't know for what yet. Who knows? Um, I know we just finished a Jujutsu Kaisen. My brother just finished it, and we were talking about it like crazy the other day. And, you know, it'd just be fun to have someone on here to talk about that. Because I know I need an anime episode soon, because I haven't had a good anime one yet. I know I want to talk about Fruits Basket. It's almost over. And I'm going to cry when it's over, because this show's so good. <laughs> So thank you, baby. Thank you for being on the podcast. You were a great guest. Okay, so let me know your thoughts and opinions of what we discussed today in this episode by messaging me through either of my social media handles. Both my Twitter and Instagram handles are at the Toon Balloon. I would love to hear from you. Also, definitely tell me any other webtoons, anime, or manga that you're interested in. I may talk about them in future episodes. The Toon Balloon podcast can be listened to on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Now, let's end this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to my humble podcast. I look forward to talking with you again. This is the Toon Balloon Podcast. I was your host, Gooby. See you next time.